All right, guys, welcome to another episode of Rapture Radio. I'm Pastor Stuart Amadon. Join with me as always at, with Pastor Brandon Neely. Good to see you again, sir. Glad to be here. Glad to be here. Uh, before we get started on the show today, we got some big news. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have a listener base in India on, on Ghana Podcasts. So if you're listening in India, I think nearly half of our listener base right now is, is from India. How cool. Yeah, about a third. About a third. That's fantastic. So if you're listening in India, we, we want to give you guys a special shout out. Thanks so much for, for coming along with us as we're talking about all things eschatology yes. uh, on this particular show. Uh, in fact, we want to invite you guys to, you know, give me a shout out. You can shoot me an email, Stuart, S-T-U-A-R-T, at wearechristchurch.com. And we'd love to hear from you guys about what you think and all kinds of all kinds of stuff like that. But thanks so much for listening. Um, today, we got some cool stuff. We're talking about stewardship, or maybe more specifically, the faithful steward. Faithful stewardship. Mm, that's, that's right. A, that's a deep topic when you think about it. Yeah, very related to eschatology as well. Yeah, yeah. How, how, how so, though? Well, let's uh, read our Bible passage Ooh, in Luke important. chapter 12, okay. starting in verse 42. Hit me. And reading is not good radio. <laughs> but this is the Bible, after all, so everybody um, put on your thinking caps and do the best you can to listen carefully. All right, here we go. And just read this for us. And the Lord said, Who then is the faithful and wise manager, steward, mm. whom his master will set over his household to give them their portion of food at the proper time? Blessed is that servant whom his master will find so doing when he comes. Truly, I say to you, he will set him over all his possessions. So you see the relevance here to eschatology and the study of future things, Mm -hmm. because we are discussing faithful stewardship and what happens when the master returns. Right. You can see that there. Verse 45. But if that servant says to himself, my master is delayed in coming, Jesus is never going to come back. I will never be held accountable Mm. for my life now. Mm. The future is not relevant to the way I live today. Mm. Eschatology is irrelevant. Let's not start any fights. Let's not even discuss it. Mm. Mm. My master is delayed in coming. Who cares, you know? And then he begins to beat the male and female servants, you know, trying to get as much out of them as possible. Right, right. And to eat and drink and get drunk, he's consuming, you know, he's eating, drinking, being merry because, right. well, you know, who, you know there's not going to be any real accountability. He's not concerned about the future at all. No, life goes on. Once you're saved, everything's done. This is fine. We're all good. We just float to heaven on a bed of roses. <laughs> no mission here. Huh. You just move on. Yeah. Freed from the law. Mm, dang. <laughs> Verse 46. The master of that servant will come on a day when he does not expect him, and at an hour he does not know, and will cut him in pieces. Mm, that does not sound pleasant. You know, so That's much. That's not in the Bible, though. Well, Jesus yeah, said no. That? He doesn't sound and, loving. Well, it, <laughs> and this is a metaphor for whatever it, the real thing is. Mm. If cut him in pieces is a metaphor, I mean, I'd I'd hate to know what the yeah that doesn't the sound, reality is. Yeah, no, that's like that's literal uh, agonizing pain, awful. Yeah, that sounds terrible. And he will put him with the unfaithful because he is unfaithful. He professes to be a steward. But the future is of no concern to him. His accountability to the master is of no concern. Mm. Being faithful and pleasing the Lord of the house is no concern to him. Mm -hmm. He's Mm -hmm. just living it up, consuming it all, taking advantage of the grace that God has given him. Mm. He's a false professor, Mm. a false servant, and as a result, he's cast out 
with the unfaithful. Mm. So that's the main gist here of the faithful steward parable. Yeah. Let's get into it as it pertains to eschatology. Okay. Um, first, you know, what is a steward? It's a good question. It is my name. So steward. that's important. Steward. Ooh, steward is a steward. Yeah. Mm. Well, we know what a stewardess is. Oh. We know... Is that um, a slight against me? That feels... <laughs> feels there are male stewardesses as well. <laughs> I'm not sure you call them that or not, but... Maybe you just call them stewards. They are the ones who um, diligently hand out the face masks and the peanuts. <laughs> they, they It's not peanuts anymore because people are allergic. That's true. It's well, that's pretzels. a good point. It's pretzels. Well, we know what a stewardess is, but we don't know so much know what a steward is anymore because mm-hmm. the concept of the household has been lost. Mm. But a steward is one who exercises administrative authority over a household. Right. Right. He is over the inventory, over the servants. Right. He is charged with um, bringing a profit. Joseph is a classic example here. That's right. Uh, he was a steward over the entire household of Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. He served in the name of Pharaoh, mm-hmm. at the right hand of Pharaoh, mm-hmm. wearing the robes of authority of Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. You know that he's a perfect steward. Jesus, of course, is the perfect and faithful steward. He is the one of whom uh, it is said he lost none of those that the Father gave to him. Mm-hmm. He didn't bury his talents. He didn't consume them upon his lusts. Mm-hmm. He he turned each and every one of the things and the people that God gave to him into a win, into a profit. You know, as a steward, the main thing you have to be concerned with is 1 Corinthians 4.2. It is required of stewards that they be found faithful. Mm. We're given an um, allotted period of time, three score and 10 years. Everybody lives, you know, however long you're going to live, that's your allotted time. Mm -hmm. And within that allotted time, you are given administrative authority over a, a portion of your future inheritance. Got it. Okay? Got it. To the degree that you are faithful, you will be rewarded when Jesus returns. Yeah. Seems at to the be, final reckoning. Seems to be pretty clear here. Yeah. Right? This, uh, this whole mission of stewardship began in the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. You know, Adam, he was a steward. He was given a wife. He was given a garden. He began to exercise his stewardship by naming the animals. He was called to be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth. To bring the, the, bring the creation to its full potential. Mm-hmm. To work synergistically alongside of God to bring out the full maximum potential of the creation. In the name of God, as a vice regent or steward of God, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. he was to also defeat the dragon Mm -hmm. or the serpent, Mm -hmm. to protect his bride, right? To extend the the sovereignty of God over the entire earth. Mm. That's what he was supposed to do, but of course, you know, he did not do that. He wanted to be the master. He wasn't wasn't, um, content Mm. being the steward. Mm -hmm. He fell into covetousness, Mm. wanting to be God, and so he turned to lawlessness and as a result, he became the steward of Satan. Mm. You, know, you see, everybody's got to serve someone. Right. right. None of us are truly autonomous. As soon as we want to be God, we end up being the steward of Satan, mm. the mm-hmm. steward of sin. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So he, he, trying to be God, turned to sin and became the slave of Satan, mm-hmm. the slave of sin. Mm-hmm. Satan took over the dominion of the earth, but God didn't cut Adam into pieces immediately. That's right. Yeah, right. He instead right. promised to one day send a faithful steward who would receive the kingdom, mm-hmm. who would um, fulfill the law of God perfectly, mm-hmm. stewarding mm-hmm. not only his life, but stewarding his own precious blood mm-hmm. for the good of the Father, for the glory of the Father. And as a result, what did God do? He gave him the kingdom. Mm-hmm. You see, his, mm-hmm. his ascension was on account of his descension. 
Right. He uh, was faithful as a steward over the entire household of God, and as a, as a result, God gave him all authority in heaven and on earth. Right. He is the faithful steward. As opposed to Adam. As opposed to Adam. That's right. So then the question is, what are we being faithful with? Yeah, or what about us? Right. Right? You know, if he has all authority on heaven and on earth, what about us? Mm-hmm. Well, we've been granted co-authority. We're to go in his authority, in his name is what that means. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We have, um, we in a sense are the bride of Christ, Mm. the new Eve to his new Adam. Yeah, yeah. And alongside of him, we exercise authority and dominion as faithful stewards. Mm -hmm. We're co-laborers. We're co-heirs. Now, what are we called to do in this life? Well, we are called to perform those good works which have been foreordained for us to walk in. Mm. We can walk in those good works by trusting and obeying God. Mm-hmm. And as we are faithful to walk in those good works through trust and, and obedience, we are being faithful stewards. Mm-hmm. Not perfect. Jesus is the only perfect steward. Right. But we have been forgiven. We're free from the condemnation of the law. And so we can give it a go. We can be faithful stewards. And at the end of time, we will be rewarded to the degree that we are faithful. Mm. I don't know, Pastor Brandon. This sounds like prosperity gospel to me. Yeah. I don't know about this. Well, one day we will be very prosperous <laughs> if we are faithful with the little that he has given him. Right? He who is faithful over a little will be given much. Mm. Even here in our own parable, he says that the faithful steward is now put over all of his house. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We're allotted a small portion of our future inheritance, and the final distribution of the inheritance will be based on our current day performance. Right. Whether or not we are faithful stewards. Right. We were not saved to sit about. We were saved in order to serve, to perform those good works. Right. That's right. And we should say, we're not saying you do this to be saved. No. This is what we do because you are. This is what it looks like to be saved. That's right. That's right. Totally the different. one who's not a faithful servant is cast out with the unbelievers mm. because he's an unbeliever. Right. The right. law of God is written on our hearts. We now delight to do his will. And we have the spirit of God in us that empowers us to do his will. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can be faithful stewards, not Amen. perfect. We grow, we're sanctified over time. But when we die, the Bible says there will be some form of preliminary hearing. Uh, Luke sixteen nineteen is the verse to look at there. You know, the rich young ruler, not the rich young ruler, the rich man in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Yeah. When he mm-hmm. dies, he goes immediately to hell. Right. Based on what? Well, he was an unfaithful steward. Hmm. Not only did he not trust God, he certainly didn't obey him. Mm-hmm. He was in Adam. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, now, but when the thief died on the cross, because he trusted Jesus Christ, mm-hmm. by grace through faith, he was saved, and he entered in to the paradise, to the kingdom. Mm-hmm. He went to heaven when he died. Right. So there was some form of preliminary hearing, some form of judgment, so to speak, mm-hmm. when you die. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord mm-hmm. for those who die in the Lord. Right. Right? Right. But the Bible does say on the last day, this is Rapture Radio after all. Right. The Bible does say on the last day, there will be an accounting. The sheep and the goats will be brought before him. Right. Some will be receiving rewards. Others will be receiving, as the parable says, beatings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and it was, it's interesting to note that the rewards and the beatings are not all equal. Mm. Okay. That, and, and as you continue to read this parable, you see that one is given harder beatings because he knew the Father's will more. Right. He knew the Master's will more. Right. To the degree you know God's will and don't do it, hmm. that's the degree of hell you will experience. Dang. So, you know. So Dante was right. 
Yeah, the, the levels of hell, precisely. So Judas is in a worse hell than Pilate. And Pilate is in a worse hell than Cyrus. Right? On the same note, to the degree you know his will and do his will mm. by his grace, mm-hmm. you will receive a greater reward. Mm. God is not an egalitarian. Dang. God does not believe in equality, as right. it is commonly spoken of today. Right. He does right. not believe in equality of outcome or that everyone receives exactly the same. Mm-hmm. There are disparities on earth. There are disparities in heaven. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The disparities in heaven are based on faithfulness mm-hmm. over what you've been allotted in your life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When you die, your children are up, and it's their turn. It's their test. Right. And when they die, it's their children. Each and every one of us undergoing a 70 to 80 year test mm-hmm. of faithfulness to determine the future allotment of the inheritance. Mm. Just as the children of Israel went into the promised land and the land was inherited and allotted to them by tribe, mm-hmm. so too will the land and all the inheritance of the earth, the universe, be allotted to Christians on the last day based on their faithfulness in this life. Amen. That's, that's serious. Eschatology is important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not a, uh, well, we just get as many people to pray a prayer as fast as we possibly can before we die. No, once you're saved from the condemnation of the law, you're now under grace, Mm -hmm. and grace compels you to obey. Amen. And to faithfully steward all that the Father has given you. Mm -hmm. And Jesus even says, if you're a faithful steward, if you give up real estate for him or social connections for him, or if you renounce family in, in light of his uh, lordship in your life, mm. you will receive back 100-fold mm. in this life. Mm. The blessings already begin, but then in the life to come, everlasting life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we must live every day in light of the future, Amen. in light of the future reward. We, eschatology must play a role in all that we do. Amen. We need to be so heavenly-minded that we are finally some earthly good. Mm, I like it. Amen. I like it. Amen. Have you planned uh, for retirement yet? You got a little retirement plan going? I mean, sort of. I've sort of maybe tried to start one. So I have a guy who's starting a Roth IRA for me. Mm -hmm. I don't know how it's going. I haven't heard from him in a few weeks. But you just put money in. Well, I haven't written a check yet. Okay. But I did give him a blank check. Okay. That said void on it, though. Wow. So hopefully something's So happening. he's setting up a direct draft with your account. That's right. But have you given God the blank check of your life? <laughs> 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 well, yeah. I like that. Well, how, I mean, just think about this. How many people plan for their own retirement? Right. But they don't plan for eternity. Yeah, which happens right after retirement. Right. Like right. just a few years right after. That's right. That is very true. I mean, we, we want to live today like no one else <laughs> so that we can live tomorrow <laughs> in eternity like no one else. Okay, Dave. That's right. <laughs> we, discipleship is about sacrificing the temporal for the eternal. Yeah. Everything like in life, your children, your family, your money, your time, your opportunities, and everything needs to be strategically thought of. Mm-hmm. For the kingdom. Amen. See, but I'm worried about what I'm going to eat and what I'm going to drink and what I shall wear. I'm worried about my reputation. Hey, the Gentiles worry about these things. Right. Not us. You just seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. Don't seek first what is temporal. Right. Seek first the kingdom of God and he will begin to bless you with the temporal even now. Amen. 
as you show yourself to be faithful over a little, he will give you much, even in this life. Amen. So just seek first the kingdom of God and, and fear not for your father desires to give you the kingdom. Right, right. And, and this is one of the most important messages in the scripture, that we have to surrender the temporary for the permanent. We have to not only prepare for retirement or prepare for the zombie apocalypse, <laughs> we need to prepare for the last day. That's right. For the final distribution of our inheritance. Amen. Will we be found faithful? Amen. And obviously, which one would carry priority? Yes. The eternal one. Obviously, uh, in comparison, there's really no comparison. Right. Paul even says he's willing to suffer all things for this light momentary affliction is just preparing for us an eternal weight of glory. Amen. He said the sufferings of this life are not even worthy to be compared with the glory mm-hmm. which we will inherit Amen. when we walk in our future inheritance of glory. That's right. Amen. 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 All right, guys, thank you so much again for joining us for another episode of Rapture Radio. Um, We invite you guys to go out and find lots of other episodes that we have available for you on all kinds of podcasts. we got Household and Homestead, God and Government, Rapture Radio, all things like that. So I invite you to pursue those, uh, get connected to some good resources. And until our next episode, we'll see you all next time.